And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everybody, and welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, the show on which we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to talk about a film that we both recently experienced called Edge of Darkness, directed by Martin Campbell. And of course, when you see the star of the film, there's always action, and we are talking of Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. He is back here uh-huh. playing Tom. Craven, who is a Boston police officer. Now, Anne, yes. you think about Mel Gibson's career, and he's had quite a career. Oh, my gosh, lifetime. he's made incredible, wonderful movies. Well, I'm thinking of one that he did, believe it or not, with all the action films he's done. He played Hamlet, and he did a pretty good job on it. And if you saw this Hamlet, or any Hamlet, mm-hmm. you'll remember that at the end of the show, there are bodies all over the place. Right. The king, and the queen, and Laertes, and of course, Hamlet. There's a lot of dead people. In Edge of Darkness, that ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you mean there are a lot of dead people hanging around at the end of this movie? Oh, yeah, my gosh. They're all over the place. Everybody gets wiped out in this movie. I got wiped out. You know, for about one-third of the movie, I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I thought it was a very good movie. It was enough there to keep me engaged. I liked the whole plot line about that big corporation, the kind of corporation that we're not really certain what anybody does there, but we know it's something illegal, and we know that the government is involved. Right. And, of course, that's where the young lady who plays Mel's daughter comes in. But, anyway, I like that first part of the movie. But go ahead. Explain more about the plot. Okay. Well, Thomas Craven, that's Mel Gibson, his daughter, Emma, comes to visit him. She's played by Bojana Novakovic. Very good. I had not seen her before. She's a very good actress. Yes, she's very good. Very appealing looking. We sense that there is something the matter with her. She looks a little pale, and we catch her throwing up blood. And nosebleed. And a nosebleed. And that can only mean one thing in a killer movie like this. That's right. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, she might have been poisoned. She might have been poisoned, but they don't wait for her. She is shotgunned right on the front stoop of their house. Everybody thinks that somebody was after Detective Craven, and he even accepts that for a while. Yeah, but not for long. Not for long. He finally figures out that Emma was killed specifically, and he is, by God, going to find out why, and that's what this film is all about. Mel has done lots of films where he is a guy out for revenge. Exactly. From Mad Max on. And this is just another one. And I was willing to accept that. I wish that it didn't get so ridiculously bizarre after a while. Yeah, I thought so. As I said, the first third is very good. The second third, things start to get muddy and it becomes a little difficult to understand and so on and so forth. By the last third of the movie, the action goes into preposterous mode and the movie goes seriously off track in the last 20 minutes. However, I will say... I think there are enough good things, enough ingredients in this movie to keep the viewer intrigued. Well, one of the ingredients that I like so much is an Australian actor. We've seen him many times before. Mm -hmm. His name is Ray Winston. Very good character actor. Jedberg. Jedberg works for this large corporation whose corporate cover-up is in full swing here, and they are hand-in-hand with some high-level government cooperation, including an actor named Damien Young, who plays Senator Jim Pine, and we don't like him from the very beginning. Who we really don't like is Danny Houston. Exactly. He plays the CEO of this corporation. Boy, is he slippery and menacing in this film. He reminds me very much of his father, John Houston. John Houston, of course, played Noah Cross 
place in Chinatown, and he was a slippery character in that. My favorite villain in all of movies was John Huston in Chinatown. Well, you can see that Danny Huston is a chip off the old block, right. that's for sure. Right, So a lot of people get killed, sometimes very, very brutally. There is one car sequence that I just don't even like to think about. Right, it was right. brilliantly and horribly photographed. Well, I think what Mel Gibson's character discovers, and he is a distraught, anguished father who is determined to find out who murdered his daughter. As he begins to uncover all kinds of clues and traces of things that lead him to this Northmoor company, we learn, of course, that his daughter had a great deal or knew a great deal more than she should have about the nefarious uh, goings-on here at this uh, big company, and therefore she was probably silenced for those reasons, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And of course, Jedberg, the Ray Winston character, his job is to clean things up, to clean up the evidence. And there is a wonderful, wonderful moment in this film between Gibson and Winstone. They have this long conversation. They're out near the water, and Winston is drinking a glass of wine. He's just sitting out there right. on a park bench drinking a glass of wine, and Mel Gibson is walking away from him, and he turns around and he says, by the way, thanks for not killing me. <laughs> and we see Winston from behind, and he just kind of lifts his right. wine glass saying, okay, no problem. That was a nice moment. There were a lot of them. Right. I think Ray Winston's character is very murky, because we don't really know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Right. And he's kind of an operative. As you mentioned, he's to come in there and clean up a bad situation, but we don't know if he was brought in by the government, or if he's brought in by some other enemies, or if he's brought in by a foreign country country, that is kind of up in the air. It is up in the air, and in fact, you never figure it out. And one of the things that let me down about this film... Yes, I think that's good to mention. I don't want to give it away, but it is Winston's final scene, and I thought... Ah. It made no sense. That's when I said right. the movie goes off on a preposterous track, and it's too bad because I wish that the writers had trusted the material more and not felt that they were in such deep territory that the audiences wouldn't hang in there with them. Instead, they went for a much more action-oriented final third, and I think that really took away from what could have been a good, really interesting thriller. I think so, too. It was a disappointment. It wasn't a huge disappointment. I did enjoy it very much. It's always good to see Mel Gibson up on the screen. And I will say it's a different Mel Gibson. He's still handsome, but now his face is lying. It's kind of leathery looking, and you can tell when he plays this grief-stricken father that he really is anguished, and it's a very interesting and affecting performance. I think it is an affecting performance. So I think that it had a snappy beginning, and I liked the Mel Gibson performance. It was very toned down, and he does a pretty good Boston accent, and I liked Ray Winston. I think that Edge of Darkness was more than tolerable, but as I mentioned, it could have been a great picture had they decided not to go for such over-the-top, ridiculous, violent sequences. So, for me, Edge of Darkness gets a yellow light because the first third got a green less. The last part got a red, so it gets a yellow. Hey, that's what you do when you mix colors. I'm giving it a yellow also. I really wanted to give it a green, and it didn't work as well as it should have. So, two yellow lights for Edge of Darkness, directed by Martin Campbell and starring... Boyana Novakovic, Danny Houston, Ray Winston, and Mel Gibson. Okay, we've got a lot of 
other movies that we're going to come back to you on other shows and talk about. We can't wait to do that because good, bad, or indifferent, Anne and I love to talk about the movies. So until we come back with another one, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you're having as good a time as we are at the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. 